Welcome back. You are listening to Cafecito con Magali and Glenda podcast. Hey, friends. Hi. Today we have brought the most busiest woman we know. Mm-hmm. Got her in today to talk to us about how she does it all. She's our friend and my cousin, Jackie. Jackie. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming on to our cafecito Glenda. I know you're busy, so thanks for fitting us into your busy schedule. <laughs> and that's how we brought you on because a lot of listeners, I know we we struggle with time management. We're trying to be multitaskers. We want to do it all, and that's why we want to know your secret. Tell us. Tell us like how you manage everything, like being a wife, a student, a mom, like how do you do it all? A working woman and oh, a man. sister. Well, thank you for having me, girls. And I love it that I can get to watch you guys um in action. <laughs> um, but I don't know that I have an actual secret. I feel like I just tend to just do it. It's like I do it and I do have a big village you know around me that supports me so I don't necessarily do everything on my own I feel like I'm sometimes more of the dictator like okay you do this no you do that okay I need you to help me you take this (laughs) task on um but I think I wouldn't be able to do it if it wasn't for art you know my husband he's a big big help and I think um the part that he plays is not like your typical husband that expects you know the wife to do any everything so I do have that big support from him and then um his family is a big support as well because he works you know um we actually both were like we're weirdos because we're loving the quarantine oh that's cute <laughs> you know he's working from home 100 percent. i do 50 so when we get a time um and it's just nice to finally have the girls because they were growing up in front of us but it was like you know, week at a time. It's like Monday through Friday. It was like we didn't really see them. We didn't really spend time with them. So it's kind of nice. So I think my balance now it's a little bit different. But um, prior to this, um, normally it was my nights are short. You know, it's like especially with school. It's usually my bedtime is anywhere from one to four thirty, five pushing it. Wait, in the morning. And yeah. What? So I would go to sleep around the latest I would try to do is one o'clock in the morning because I would have to be up by four thirty, five o'clock latest. Five if I don't have to wash my hair. <laughs> because I would have to, you know, beginning drive to Koreatown. And then even when I moved closer, um, I would do the drop offs. So I had to make sure, you know, I dropped Jaylene off, then Juliana, and then still give myself myself time to go to work. So, so walk us through your weekly schedule, like kind of like what you're explaining now, like when you have to go to work, drop off the kids, dinner, come home, all that stuff, like walk us through that. Like, how is that like? Um, okay. So before the girls, the girls, they got into, I put them in softball right before the quarantine started. I think they did it for like maybe two months or so before. So before that, um, it was pretty regular as far as Monday through Friday, just, I would get up anywhere from 4.30 to 5 o'clock, get myself ready. Um, usually I would pack um, 
Jay's, you know, she's more independent, but Juliana would pack her stuff the night before, make sure she had her backpack, everything ready. I bought a, a tree haul. That thing has been a savior. What's that? A tree um, it's those at the entryway, like that they have a bench and they have a hook for your keys and stuff oh, like that. So yes. the night before it was a rule like, okay, girls, have your stuff out. The, um, the night before because they would get ready at Art's parents' house. So they had to have their clothing um, bag and then um, their regular backpack. So for myself as well, I would have my school bag out there and then my regular bag. And then um, I wouldn't pack my lunch, but I would pack like everything that I could mm-hmm. um, the night before. And then um, my badge, my keys. And it was literally like, okay, I got my school bag okay I got my my um regular bag put my badge on where my keys okay my cell phone same for the girls okay girls you got your school bag you got your regular bag okay and it's like okay out we go yeah it doesn't seem like a lot but when you're scrambling in the morning looking for keys looking for my badge where's this yeah it, I'm sure it saves you like a few minutes because if everything is ready and by the yeah. door it's like the same thing yeah. do, you, do you put your outfits together the night before like what you're gonna wear too no, normally I do not. I'm really bad with that. That's like the last thing. Um, as it is when I shop, I usually choose my clothes uh, off of like what I know I don't have to iron the material <laughs> because I know I'm not going to iron. So I tend to choose my clothes that way. And if I mean, if I really love it, if I know like, okay, this is not something I'm going to wear for work, then I'm like, okay, I'll change. I'll change the exception but other than that I tend to buy a lot of clothes that I don't have to iron and so as I'm showering or you know doing my hair I am already thinking like okay what am I gonna wear and my outfits are actually pretty repetitive I know some people will tell me like no that's not true but I feel like they are like I already know always looks (laughs) together I went to go either pick up a book or drop a drop off a book at Jackie's job and I was on my way to work late like it was like 10 okay and I look like a sack of potatoes Jackie's over there like hey girl I was like oh my god yeah so cute she's like Jackie's like the perfect name kind of like Jackie you know like the best dressed first lady but yeah, you guys just have to picture it. Uh, she looks so <laughs> cute when she goes to work. Jackie, I think like since, because I've known you since you were born, but even when you were pregnant, like really big, you were still wearing like your cute little heels, your hair, your makeup. And that's when you see women kind of sometimes like get tired. You know, you're pregnant, you're tired, you don't look your best. But I'm like, wow, Jackie looks so good. <laughs> and even right now you look so cute. And like, we look busted. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, your little like, glasses, your hair is down and it's curled. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so like you'd be painting your nails at home. Like you're doing like your homework and your nails at the same time. And you're probably cooking at the same time. Like I'm just like amazed. But how do you fit in like self-care time, like time for you? Um, That's something that I don't normally do as far as like, okay, I'm going to take a whole day. But for me, um, what I've come to learn is like every morning I have to shower. It's like I just I have to shower. And believe it or not, that's like self-care. Because even this morning, 
um, you're like, okay, we're going to start at 9 a.m. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get up around like 7.30 um, and just shower and then just, you know, get myself fixed up a little bit. And even if we weren't going to do this, I was already going to get up to do homework. So I have to do that because if not, I'm in a sluggish mood. I'm like, okay, in a chill mood. But if I get up and I get ready and I feel like, okay, it's business time, then it's like my mentality is business time. Do you get and, dressed like in regular clothes when you work from home or will you wear? Uh, no, no, I have, um, a, like aside from PJs, I have like lounging clothes, like just t-shirts that I have, um, and like leggings and stuff like that. So I just put on something that like a colorful shirt or just, I don't know, something that's not too PJs, but it's still comfortable. <clears throat> So yeah, so I feel like that for me is my little self-care. And then I get my coffee. Um, if I have time, I'll go to Starbucks. I'm not a big Starbucks fan, but just the fact that I'm going to get something for myself, mm-hmm. um, it kind of makes me feel better. And then, like you said, when, like if I, um, I have a lot of readings to do, so I'll do my nails in between or do my nails and then let them air as I'm reading. <laughs> so small, like little stuff like that, um, that I feel like that for me is um, self-care. I love it. I love it. So just like little bits and pieces and like you're doing it like not, yeah. the, full, not the full day. Yeah, no, it's not like, okay, it's been three months, so I'm going to take a whole day. It's like, I, I can't do that. It's rare, but I can I usually tend to leave that especially with school I tend to leave that for like okay family like I'll go over you know my brother's house or so or you know go hang out with you or like the whole day and for me okay that's self-care because I'm putting aside my schoolwork and usually when we're all together it's like I'm not really having to be on top of the kids so for me that's like it's also part of my self-care nice I love it and you look very nice all the time. So I'm like, you must be doing some face mask all the time. <laughs> like, why doesn't she always look good? Do you, um, do you and Art have like a shared calendar? Do you, do you use planners? Like, how do you get organized? Do you use Google Calendar like Magali? <laughs> I do. You do? do. Oh, yeah. No. I thought you were going to say no. I do. <laughs> I do use it. Um, I sent him a lot of the like when I put stuff in and I know, okay, this is something that he needs to know and oh, I'm going to need help with, or he just, he just needs to know. I send him a, an alert, but he is so forgetful. He is like the most forgetful person. So sometimes I feel like it's double work for me. Sometimes I have to set a reminder for myself so I can remind him <laughs> when it gets closer to it. But actually the girls being big now, um, it's a big help because I'll tell them like, Hey, this is coming up. And that's one big thing. I learned I wouldn't keep them in the loop of things I always thought like other oh, kids they don't need to know but it's a big help and their attitudes change a lot and will adjust and they might be more for it and more willing and just helpful you know instead of being like okay we're going and it's like well yeah. where are we going well we gotta go well where are we going it's like and then I'm like I can't take this you know these 10-15 seconds to explain myself just go but then I started like well, dude, I wouldn't want that. Like somebody just coming at me, be like, "Come on, let's go," and I would be the same way. What do you mean? Where, where are we going? This and that. So, I st- I learned that, and by doing that, they were like my little reminders. Like, mom, don't you have this? Mom, are we supposed to do this? 
or mom, you said this, but then I heard you telling so-and-so this. And I'm like, oh, snaps, like, yes. Yeah, because it includes so, them in the plan. So now they're, yeah. they're included in the details so they can help you and assist you too. They could be ready. And yeah. like you said, you don't have to explain to them what we're doing because they already know what you guys are doing. That's really cute. Yeah, so that became um, a big help. And I guess that's the beauty with them getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like you are really good at delegating and organizing and planning and then keeping the kids involved because you said that that's like they're li- your little helpers. Yeah. That's awesome. I love those tips. See, I'm already <laughs> doing one of them, which is the calendar. <laughs> for success. <laughs> <Good> job. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, I know you're a, a mother of two and um and wanted to ask you like what's your best memory of motherhood or like what's the most beautiful thing about motherhood that you would want to share with us? Oh man. Um I would have to say it'll be really hard to just pinpoint one. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's like the moment that you just feel like they're unconditional love like when they hug you or like those mornings the silent mornings when they creep up to your bed and it's like just snuggle with you Mm. I think those are like those are my favorite when it's just kind of like you don't have to say much and you know that they unconditionally love you that's really cute I know that your girls are really cute with you like they tell you how beautiful you are and how like <laughs> awesome. So you have like such good kids and like, you know, both you and Art are like such good parents. And like I look up to you so much. And Glenda and I always say this, like, I don't know how she does it. Jackie's so cute. Jackie does it all. And uh yeah, so I'm like, we need to share her with the world because people need to know about this Jackie that we always met on our episodes. they're too cute i'm not that perfect (laughs) i do want to get a little bit deeper we have an episode where we talk about blended families and i was wondering if maybe you would like to share your experience with your blended family oh yeah because um just i would like the perspective because i know yours is very positive and i don't know you you guys are just just i mean it had it it had its downfalls but um, so I'm on the side where obviously the girls, you know, Jaylene, um, she's my daughter, and then Art came into the picture. Um, I was fortunate because she was a baby. She was about eight months, nine months. And then we officially got together when she was maybe like 13 months or so. So to her, like, that's been her dad. Um, the struggle would be that I had to learn um, early on to balance being his girlfriend and being a mom. And so of course being a mom came first to me, but I also had my moments where being a girlfriend came first as well. And I decided to do that because I wanted it to work out with him and I know he wanted the same. And I didn't think it was fair for him, a single 20 year old guy to give up everything for me and Jaylene and him not get a little bit of that side of him having, you know, a girlfriend and doing like a two day, you know, week vacation or, you know, going to the club or the bar and stuff like that. 
so um, I think that was uh, a little bit kind of like the tougher part because I felt like sometimes I would get judged, like, oh, look at Jackie leaving Jaylene and stuff. But then for me, I saw it as, um, and my mom kind of told me, you know, like, oh, this is the time you can leave her with me and we get to spend time with her. And I was like, oh yeah, like that's true too. And I was going to school, I was doing my undergrad then. So um, I felt like I would have to leave her a lot and that was tough. And then my parents started traveling. Um, so yeah, I felt like, okay, I was gonna have to drop out of school and no matter how much she was trying to help me, Art was trying to help me, I was like, I need babysitting. And um, his dad stepped in because his dad's been a stay at home husband for what maybe like 30 years now um so he stepped in and helped me watch her and that was very different for me too because it's not just you know my in-law but then it's like my suegro you know you don't really see that so that was pretty interesting so then she fell like of course in love with them like that was her family and then about a year late a year yeah about a year later her real dad came into the picture because you know he found out she was having this amazing life and all of a sudden he wanted to be part of it and that was really hard I think that was like the toughest having to deal with him and then having to explain to her like okay this is your real dad and this is technically your stepdad and in her eyes she didn't see it that way. And I think for the longest time, and she didn't see it that way for maybe a small like time frame, she kind of did as she got older. But um, yeah, I think that would be the, the one of the toughest parts and stuff. But I always say like, I, I'm religious. So I just always prayed that he would move on to something else because I didn't, I knew that his intentions were great. It's like, yeah, he wanted to be part of her life, but I don't think he knew how, and I don't think he cared to to take the right measures as to learning, okay, how is it to be a father, and what is it that I have to do, and, you know, he refused to have communication with me, which I was like, how the heck do you do that? How do we co-parent? So, um, thankfully, I think that only lasted about maybe five years. And um, I studied paralegal for that reason. I ended up going into that major, so pre-law, so that I can, I couldn't afford attorneys, so I can handle it myself. And um, thankfully, at the end, it paid off. I, the last hearing that I had, I did it all by myself, and I, wow. I won. I won everything. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yes, I mean, that's been, I think that's been the toughest this and then um more recently you know of course she started asking again like well she was a bit confused and I didn't realize that like I said I always thought like okay she saw her as her dad and she did but she kind of knew that she had this other dad and to her it was so confusing like kind of like as to what happened mm -hmm. and that's something that I didn't go into details with her because it was kind of one of those things that I felt like she lived through it and so I thought I thought she didn't want to talk about it I thought like oh, it was said done then and done with and that was it um so we recently maybe like 
two months, three months ago, I think before like all this quarantine started, she was like asking, um, asking us questions. And um, yeah, she was like, I thought, I think up until like two years ago, she really thought that art was like her only dad. Her biological dad. And her biological dad, yeah. And so I was like, no. And she just asked like, how did I start calling him dad and stuff? And then it was more when Juliana came into the picture. So she was then like, okay. And during quarantine, we've been talking more. Like she'll just randomly remember stuff and she'll ask me. And that's one thing I told her, you know, I said, if you have any doubt, if memories come back or whatever you want to talk, um, let us know. I said, because I didn't know that you were confused. Mm. You know, like I never told her, this is your dad. I never did that. Like you, Maggie, you know, from, for many years, she called him Artie. And on her own, she started calling him dad and um, she actually wouldn't call his parents grandma and grandpa either. It was by their name. And it was when Juliana was born that she was like, I want to call him grandma and grandpa. I want to call him dad. And so I thought she remembered that because she was maybe, I think six, six and a half when she was, Juliana was born. But that's like a damn, I was like, that's a lesson learned for me. Like I didn't realize it. Yeah. So um, that's kind of been a little bit more of the issues. And, you know, I just talked to her and I told her, um, I just hope that this doesn't mess you up because I don't know how it feels to have a step parent. I had both of my parents, um, you know, a rocky relationship between them. But ultimately, I had both of my parents. And so I would never know how it it feels to not have both of your parents or grow up with them and stuff. So I told her, you know, this is um, a learning road for me too. So I just hope that she keeps like, continues to keep an open yeah. relationship about that with me. Yeah. So, you, and then I, You guys are really good at communicating with each other, with the kids too. I see that. Yeah. And it's hard sometimes because I feel like, okay, what is it? okay, we don't want to say this, but is it going to damage her? And, but then it's the other way around. Like, okay, but if we don't tell her, will she feel betrayed? So one thing that we're kind of um, dealing with right now, well, not so much dealing, but we're kind of like, uh, still kind of discussing is um, telling Juliana. Because for Juliana in her eyes, um, are is Juliana's dad and it's both of their dads. So I don't know how she's going to feel or if she's going to feel anything like, oh, this is my sister, but she has a different dad. So that's one thing. Um, and I asked Jaylene, do you want her to know? And she said, yeah, I want her to know. I said, is it important for you to, for her to know right now at age seven? And she's like, well, no, maybe not right now when she gets a little bit older. And I told her, okay, so you let me know. I said, but this is not something that you can just go and tell her that we would have to do it as a family because this is a very difficult um subject for her this is not something that she's familiar with and she's so but I'm all sensitive yeah yeah again yeah, yeah. oh, <laughs> she she's like the cutest you <laughs> your whole family I just don't get it you were just blessed <laughs> <laughs> because both of your kids are so sweet they're so kind you know, art is so welcoming and so nice. 
So I'm just happy for you, Jackie, and <laughs> all of your um, new accomplishments. Congrats, class of 2020. <laughs> and I just don't get it. Like, you're in the middle of finals. Like, look at me right now and compare me to when I was in the middle of finals. Like, <laughs> and I don't have kids. I just have dogs, you know? <laughs> I know, Jackie. Congratulations on your master's degree. Thank that's, you. That's a big deal. Your mas- what I is know. your degree on? Um, public administration. Nice. Like, to, to me, I remember when you started, and I know it, it, like you did it pretty fast, but I'm like, oh, it feels like time flew, but I'm sure for you, time didn't fly because you've been putting in long hours, mm-hmm. long nights and studying and all that. But congratulations. That's Thank huge. you. Oh my gosh. Are you going to frame your degree and like put it up, put up your degree? <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> I had thought about that. I was like, I'm going to frame, especially where I have like my little desk with the computer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to frame it. And I'm going to put it right there. And then I don't know where I was listening to something or if I read it, but it was like, oh, people that put up their degrees are like narcissistic or something like that. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, my <laughs> My, I don't even know where my degree is. I think it's under, I think it's under my desk at work collecting dust because it is so ghetto. Like, <laughs> like the writing is like troll uh, writing. And like the so old English, right? Oh no, but it's like, I think it's <laughs> orange too. Like it's like the ugliest degree that I've ever seen. Like everybody, I think my, uh, my associate's degree was much nicer. I don't know what the print or what they were thinking, but it's ugly. <laughs> you know what, though? When you buy those custom frames, I believe that they put a nicer one. I believe. Because I remember when I did my undergrad, I saw one. And I was like, oh, it's nice. And when I got mine, I was like, is this a fake one? <laughs> it looked fake. Like, it looks so, like, oh, whatever. And I was like, what the heck? And so I never framed that. I said I was going to frame it, but I never framed it. I kind of felt like I don't know. I was like, I don't know if I should frame it. I just kind of like, I left it alone. But this one I've been like thinking about like, I want to frame it. Especially because I didn't think I would be at this point. Like I wasn't supposed to go to college. And then I did my associates and then I decided to go for my bachelor's. I was like, might as well, like three, four more terms. For anybody. And then I was it. Mom, (laughs) you can do it because Jackie did it. You won't probably won't look as good doing it, but <laughs> you definitely yes, you will. Jackie, uh, what what kept you motivated? Like, what was your driving power, your driving force when you were, you know, getting your undergrad, going through your master's? Like, what kept you going? Um, I think the fact that, well, that I'm a mom and I. One, it's like, why well, committed to it? I'm paying for this. <laughs> and I thankfully, um, like, I just, oh, like, I'm in a good position. And so I was able to pay for it as I went through so I didn't have to get loans. So, of course, that was one of my big motivations. And I kind of did it that way because I knew. Um, only because I felt like, okay, I'm getting older. And just if it gets too tough, I might just want to quit. And I was afraid of that. Like I was doubting myself. Like I felt like I could quit and usually that's not me. Um, But second, of course, was my girls 
and um, out of the six of us siblings, um, the only one to have a bachelor's degree and go, of course, to get a master's. So that was a motivating drive. And then, you know, to show Jaylene that it's like, okay, I was a teen mom, but I, I did my bachelor's, I did my master's. And then um, even that you can have a good relationship because the wedding. I didn't want to have a big wedding or actually wanted to have the wedding. And I didn't really care for it because I felt like we could do better with better stuff with our money. Um, but Jaylene wanted us to get, have a wedding and she wanted to see me in a dress and she wanted to be the flower girl and stuff. So um, I told her like, okay, I'm doing this um, for you as well so that you can see like, I hope that she's not a teen mom, but if she is, or even maybe not a teen mom, but just like, a mom in her 20s and the relationship goes sideways that you can remarry and you can have that stuff yeah and as long as you just work for it that's true I don't so. think there is a perfect path or you know there is a way that we're supposed to live right. our life even though we are like conditioned to think like okay degree marriage kids like I don't think there's a specific order to do life it's your life and mm -hmm. like you said as long as you work hard and you will you will have what you work hard for, like the family, the marriage, the kids, the degrees, like, and you're a perfect example of that because you've always been like so motivated and you've always kept pushing and kept moving forward. And you constantly were like learning and growing. And I saw you, like I saw you as a teenager and now as an adult, I'm like, wow, like the, the incredible like growth that I saw because it, you know, some people could be mothers could have kids and not be mature and not grow and not, you know, go back to school. I think you embodied like everything that like a woman and a mother that like works hard for herself and her, her kids. I think like you're a pure reflection of that. Congratulations, Jackie. Yes. Oh, thank you. you. You guys That's always hype me up though. We're <laughs> <laughs> number one fan. <laughs> oh, thank you. That was very nicely said, Magali. Thank you, Glenda. Beautiful words. <laughs> isn't it weird, Jackie, when uh, Glenda's like Magali? Because, you know, on the podcast, I'm Magali. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to be able to stick to that. As it is, I usually call her Mags. I had so. to forget. I'm like, I always have to put it somewhere to call her Magali. Yeah, we forget. So I'm like, do I have to call you Magali, too? <laughs> That's so fun. Well, thank you so much, Jackie, for taking uh, some time out of your busy schedule and getting up early for us. We really appreciate it. And thank you for sharing your story. It was very inspiring. It's no going to change lives. I can feel oh. my bones. Thank you, Jackie. Thank and you. Congratulations again. Yay. Thank you. Very you. We are. <laughs> when I grew up, even though I'm older than you, I want to be just like you. <laughs> yes. You'll be amazing. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.